Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader, today, this Sunday, the 10th of April or the 9th of Nisan, on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our Parashah portion from the Torah is Pesach, or Passover. We're starting our Passover week, and on Friday this week, in the evening, we have Erev Pesach, with a Seder meal and big celebration. And this week, we all will be cleaning our houses from any and all chametz, and also praying that God will clean out chametz from all of our lives and show us what we need to take care of and get rid of that is not good in our own lives. So um, the portion from the Torah today is Exodus chapter 12 verse 21 through 24. And you'll notice that through Pesach we will not be doing Leviticus, uh, we will jump to Exodus. And after Pesach, the eighth day, we will come back and continue our readings in Leviticus again. But for now, we are in Exodus and the Pesach story. So before we start reading, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel, and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua, the Mashiach, our Master. Then Moshe called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Draw out and take lambs according to your families, and slaughter the Pesach lamb. You shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and strike the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. None of you shall go out of the door of his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through the, to strike the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door, and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to strike you. You shall observe this thing for an ordinance to you and to your sons forever. That was Exodus 12, 21 through 24. And our portion from the prophets is today Isaiah or Yeshayahu chapter 37. When King Hiskiyahu heard it, he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house of the Lord. Then he sent Eliakim, who was over the household, and Shevna the scribe, and the leading Kohanim, covered with sackcloth, to Yeshayahu the prophet, the son of Amoz. They said to him, This is what Hiskiahu says, Today is a day of trouble and of rebuke, and of re rejection, for the children have come to the birth, and there is no strength to give birth. It may be the Lord your God will hear the words of Rav Shake, 
whom the king of Assyria, his master, has sent to defy the living God, and will rebuke the words which the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, lift up your prayer for the remnant that is left. So the servants of King Hiskiahu came to Yashayahu. Yashayahu said to them, Tell your master, This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid of the words that you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Behold, I will put a spirit in him, and he will hear news, and will return to his own land. I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. So Rabshakeh returned and found the king of Assyria warring against Livna, for he had heard that he was, had departed from Lachish. He heard news concerning Tirkaha, king of Ethiopia. He has come out to fight against you. When he heard it, he sent messengers to Hiskiahu, saying, Thus you shall say to Hiskiahu, king of Yehuda, saying, Do not let your God in whom you trust deceive you, saying, Jerusalem will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Behold, you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all lands. By destroying them utterly, shall you be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered them, which my father, which my fathers have destroyed? Gozan, Haran, Resef, and the children of Eden, who were in Telassar. Where is the king of Hamath, and the king of Arpad, and the king of the city of Sepharam, of Hena, and Eva? Hiskiahu received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. Then Hiskiahu went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. And Hiskiahu prayed to the Lord, saying, Lord Tzvaot, the God of Israel, who is enthroned above the Kruvim, you are the God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Turn your ear, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and behold. Hear all the words of Sennacherib, who has sent to defy the living God. Truly, Lord, the kings of Assyria have destroyed all the countries and their land, and have cast their gods into the fire, for they were no gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore they have destroyed them. Now therefore, Lord our God, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you are the Lord, even you only. Then Yeshayahu the son of Amoz sent to his Giyahu, saying, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Because you have prayed to me against Sennacherib, king of Assyria, this is the word which the Lord has spoken concerning him. The virgin, daughter of Zion, has despised you and mocked you. The daughter of Jerusalem has shaken her head at you. Whom have you defied and blasphemed? Against whom have you exalted your voice? and lifted up your eyes on high against the Holy One of Israel. 
By your servants you have defied the Lord, and have said, With the multitude of my chariots I have come up to the height of the mountains, to the innermost parts of Lebanon. I will cut down its tall cedars and its choice cypress trees. I will enter into its farthest height, the forest of its fruitful field. I have dug and drunk water, and with the sole of my feet I will dry up all the rivers of Egypt. Have you not heard how I have done it long ago, and formed it in ancient times? Now I have brought it to pass, that it should be yours to destroy fortified cities, turning them into ruinous heaps. Therefore their inhabitants had little power. They were dismayed and confounded. They were like the grass of the field, and like the green herb, like the grass on the housetops, and like a field before its crop has grown. But I know you're sitting down, you're going out, you're coming in and you're raging against me. Because of your raging against me, and because your arrogance has come up into my ears, therefore I will put my hook in your nose, and my bridle in your lips, and I will turn you back by the way by which you came. This will be the sign to you. You will eat this year that which grows of itself and in the second year that which springs from it, and in the third year sow and reap and plant vineyards and eat their fruit. The remnant that is escaped of the house of Yehuda will again take root downward and bear fruit upward. For out of Jerusalem a remnant will go out, and survivors will escape from Mount Zion. The seal of the Lord Sa'ot will perform this. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. He will not come to this city, nor shoot an arrow there. Neither will he come before it with shield, nor cast up a mound against it. He will return the way that he came, and he will not come to this city, says the Lord. For I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Then the angel of the Lord went out and struck 185,000 men in the camp of the Assyrians. When the men arose early in the morning, behold, these were all dead bodies. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed, went away, returned to Nineveh, and stayed there. As he was worshipping in the house of Nisroch, his god, Adramelech and Charezer, his sons, struck him with a sword, and they escaped into the land of Ararat. And Esarhaddon, his son, reigned in his place. That was Isaiah or Yeshayahu chapter 37. Now our portion from the writings will be Proverbs or Mishlei chapter 18. A man who isolates himself pursues selfishness and defies all sound judgment. 
A fool has no delight in understanding, but only in revealing his own opinion. When wickedness comes, contempt also comes, and with shame comes disgrace. The words of a man's mouth are like deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is like a flowing brook. To be partial to the faces of the wicked is not good, nor to deprive the innocent of justice. A fool's lips come into strife, and his mouth invites beatings. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are a snare to his soul. The words of a gossip are like dainty morsels They go down into a person's innermost parts. One who is slothful in his work is brother to him who is a master of destruction. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to him and are safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, like an unscalable wall in his own esteem. Before destruction, the heart of man is proud, but before honor is humility. He who answers before he hears, that is folly and shame to him. A man's spirit will sustain him in sickness, but a crushed spirit, who can bear? The heart of the discerning gets knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. He who pleads his cause first seems right until another comes and questions him. The lot settles disputes and keeps strong ones apart. A brother offended is more difficult than a fortified city. Disputes are like the bars of a fortress. A man's stomach is filled with the fruit of his mouth. With the harvest of his lips he is satisfied. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. Whoever finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. The poor plead for mercy, but the rich answer harshly. A man of many companions may be ruined, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That was Proverbs chapter 18. Now we have our final portion of scriptures from the Apostolic Writings, and it is 1 Peter chapter 2. Therefore, putting aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all lashon hara, as newborn babies long for the pure milk of the word, that with it you may grow, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Coming to him, a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God, precious. You also, as living stones, are built up as a spiritual house 
to be a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Yeshua the Mashiach. Because it is contained in Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, chosen, precious, and he who believes in him will not be disappointed. Therefore, the honor is for you who believe, but for those who are disobedient. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. For they stumble at the word, being disobedient, to which also they were appointed. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellence of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. In the past you were not a people, but now you are the people of God, who have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Beloved, I beg you as foreigners and pilgrims to abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having good behavior among the nations, so in that of which they speak against you as evildoers. They may, by your good works, which they see, glorify God in the day of visitation. Therefore, subject yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme, or to governors as sent by him for vengeance of evildoers, and for praise to those who do well. For this is the will of God that by well-doing you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free and not using your freedom for a cloak of wickedness, but as bondservants of God. Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Servants, be in subjection to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the wicked. For it is commendable if someone endures pain, suffering unjustly, because of conscience toward God. For what glory is it when you sin, you patiently endure beating? But if, when you do well, you patiently endure suffering, this is commendable with God. For you were called to this, because Mashiach also suffered for us, leaving you an example that you should follow his steps. Who did not sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was cursed, he did not curse back. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live to righteousness. You were healed by his wounds, for you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. 
That was 1 Peter chapter 2. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, you will also read Matthew chapter 6 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shavuot Tov. Have a blessed new week. Shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.